dark science and everything else They slap down a new topic and dash off to the next It's a great big world with so much to know Like cryptids, time travel, and the history of Poe If you wanna be a smarty, better learn something fast With Shannon and Jason on Slapdash On today's episode, we're discussing famous horror movie masks. Across the table is a man who loves masks and hiding in your closet with a machete, Jason Creekmore. <laughs> How are you, man? Well, I'm doing well, so don't be you know too disturbed or get nervous. You know, Nothing to see here. I'm just in the closet with a machete. Listen, I, I'm never surprised anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I need a shirt for the work day, pop it open. There you are. <laughs> there I'm standing. Good <laughs> morning. My name's Jason. Guess what mask I'm wearing? <laughs> <laughs> is it Ghostface? <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to be talking about different masks today on the show. And uh, this, Jason, kicks off the beginning of our Halloween episodes for oh, October. One of my favorite times of year. It is. If you've not checked our back catalog, man, we've talked about, about everything, haven't we? Yeah. We've, I mean, we have, I don't know how many horror movies we've covered, how mm-hmm. many. The good, scary the topics, the history of Halloween, yep. uh, different types of interviews. Vampires in film. We've done it all. We talked to Tony Moran, yep. uh, one of the actors who played Michael Myers in the yep. original 1978 Halloween. Uh, we talked to Andrea Perrin. Andrea Perrin from The Conjuring. Yeah. Yep. It's it's been fun, man. So yep. we're in that season. It it is the season. That's right. You know, it, it's the best season. I, I think Halloween outside of Christmas, you, you have to you have to give it to Christmas, but right. man. Outside of Christmas, Halloween is my favorite time of I mean, even the weather, everything yeah. everything about it. It's perfect. And, you know, I, I love the the horror movies, the films right. and I, I love the nostalgia of revisiting yeah. those older films. I, I like the new stuff as well, but there's just something about going back to those old Friday the 13th movies and yeah. Halloween movies and some of those and just kind of getting in the spirit a little bit. People all across America do this, Jason. They they buy Halloween costumes. They uh, celebrate around the season. And each year, 67% of Americans spend $3.2 billion on costumes and masks. So that's that's a hefty investment that, there. That's a chunk of change just for basically one night. It, it is. Right. It's one night. You go trick or treating, and you know, I I don't know though. You wear your costumes year round, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, at, at least like six months out of the year <laughs> for, for closet hopping. Yeah. It make it makes my neighbors nervous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gives them something to talk about. It does. I, it yeah. does. But you know, I've I've had Halloween masks and costumes oh, over yeah. the years. I've I've been different people on Halloween, and I'm thinking back and trying to recall the first mask that I ever wore. I, I want to say I was like four or five years old and it was a, a ghost just like a generic white ghost mask that, okay. that's what i remember as my first halloween do you, do you, uh, did you ever wear a mask uh, on halloween uh, oh yeah i did i was probably maybe around the same age four or five mm-hmm. probably no older than six and i th- i think casper was the first mask i ever had okay and it was the the really hard real like it was hard but it was also sort of flimsy in a way mm-hmm. and it had like the string it was the, the real cheaply made type it was the the masks that were in the box that had like the the uh, circle right like, uh, in, on, on the front of the box where you could look in and see see, see what the it mask. was yeah yep. and it kind of had like the vinyl 
you know, shirt that went with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you know, uh, you know, put it over your neck. And uh, so, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Casper was my my first one. And I distinctly remember how hard it is to breathe in those because <laughs> for whatever reason, they like mm-hmm. sort of pressed in on your face yep. and sort of ever so slightly like uh, try to like uh, making indentions and cut out your eyeballs <laughs> with it was <laughs> the edges were so sharp. Yeah. Uh, but good times, good times, good, good times. And yeah. your eyes had to be the correct distance apart or forget about seeing <laughs> out of yeah. those things i think my eyes were just a little bit too wide set or i don't know but man i i was not a fan of those those plastic masks yeah. for that reason i just couldn't see my way around the neighborhood but we had one other mask it was a rubber mask of like frankenstein with a, with like oh, yeah. a scar but we would always put a, a basketball inside of it to make it look like a head oh yeah and, and we would uh dress up just uh you know a bag of clothes or something and set it out on the porch and then right. put that basketball on top so that was always fun we, we did that about every year until that mask just completely uh disintegrated but when i think about masks especially masks related to horror movies the first one that comes to mind the most iconic mask in my opinion is the Michael Myers mask from the original Halloween movie and really all the movies uh, of the franchise right. Are you familiar with that mask? I know we've talked about it so much here. I, I don't need to ask that question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were on fall break this past weekend in uh, Panama City, and so my wife bought some canvases, and, and so we all had to paint something, right? <laughs> and so she said the only rules that had to be something to do with fall. All right. So, you know, there was pictures of like leaves falling Mm -hmm. and like a, uh, uh, an old truck, like with pumpkins on it or whatever. Sure. And so I was just over there and I just drew Michael Myers's face (laughs) on mine and I I spun it around. I'm like, (laughs) ta-da. And they were like, uh, that's good, Jason. Oh, good job, sir. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm very familiar with the the Michael Myers mask. Yeah. So the mask first appeared in the original 1978 John Carpenter film, Halloween. You might recall the mask is pale. It's white. It has this reddish brown hair spiked out it has these gaping eye holes and it just looks like you're staring into the abyss i think in the movie they say something uh sam loomis the the character that plays michael's doctor psychiatrist whatever it is uh he, he said something like he had the the blackest eyes or the darkest eyes the devil's eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just an uh, iconic moment, you know, brought on by just the look of that mask, yeah. the hollowing out of those eyes. And it's expressionless. He's not smiling. He's not sad. No. He's not excited. He has no emotion. It's just, no, there's there's zero movement to the fan. And, and I think that's really what makes that mask so terrifying is that because you have really no idea what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. But after about three seconds, you realize what he's going to do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the movie. But but that mask, there's just something about it. Right. Uh, and, and even there's something also that's even to me, like in the in those in the movies, it's even more scary. I guess it's scarier to see him from a distance. Yeah. Then it is sort of up close. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, when he's up close, you know what's going to happen. But when he's sure. that far away, and sometimes he just stands and stands for a long time and doesn't move or anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That that mask is just is just genuinely creepy. I mean, it's just it's just horrifying. It's that uncanny valley effect, I yeah. think, because yeah. the mask, and we'll discuss this more, is modeled after an actual person. Right. And it almost looks like a person, but not quite. And I think from a distance, that effect is amplified. Yeah, so, probably so, so. Yeah. Whenever you see him like down the road, peeking out from behind the bushes, watching the babysitters go by, right. that it's scary. Not just because hey, there's a dude in a mask. It's because he almost looks human, but there's something off about it. Right. He's yeah. not. He's not quite human. And wh- where did he get this mask in the in the movie? 
he stole the mask from the local hardware store. Right. And I've seen these. I've been to hardware stores or grocery store, and not so much lately, but I remember especially back when I was a kid, yep. you would find these spinny rack things. Oh, yeah. You know, just these metal spinny racks, and on those you would find these different Halloween masks. And I could easily see somebody walking into those and just seeing this silly-looking white face mask right. sitting there and that's exactly what he does um he he wore the mask in all but one installment of the franchise Can, do you know which which of the halloween movies michael myers uh did not wear his mask in this might be a trick this question. might be a trick question it was so is it is it like halloween is whatever part was the season of the witch part three yeah. is that right because yeah. he 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 was he's not in the movie right i mean <laughs> there is a part i think he's on tv like they're watching yeah. one of the the earlier halloween movies but he's not really in you got it in the yeah okay yeah I'm, I'm trying to trick you but yeah so so he wore the mask in all the movies except right. for part three which ironically was a movie about witches putting curses on masks, right? right? And the, the kids put those on, but um, yeah. So, so the mask changes a little bit throughout the franchise. It, it looks a little bit different, and some of them are, I think, a little goofier than others. Yeah. That original, just you know, that's the iconic mask yep. that everybody remembers. I think they may have even have used the same one in part two uh, for for the sequel, but I think starting in part four especially the return of Michael Myers when he comes back and he's after the, was it the niece or the I daughter? I guess the, the little girl. The little yeah. girl. Uh, Daniel Harris's right. character, whenever he's after her, he has a little bit of a different mask on. And, and there's just something about that. I, I don't know if it's the way they lit that mask in the, the brighter parts of the scenes. It's just not as scary to me. And, and no. I, yeah, yeah, there's a subtle difference, and it's it's definitely definitely noticeable. But yeah, the 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 mask in part one and part two way scarier uh, than it is in part four. I'm, and I'm not quite sure. I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. It it looks a little somehow like cleaner, yeah, or something. I don't know. It's just there, there's something about it that's that's different, and it's just not quite as scary. It's unsettling. Yeah. So the original movie was made on a budget of three hundred thousand dollars. That didn't leave much room for purchasing costumes and special effects. So the filmmakers needed something scary, something memorable, and most of all, something cheap. Something right. that they could they could introduce into the movie and that it would scare people, but that it wasn't going to break the bank. So in comes Tommy Lee Wallace, the production designer. He buys William Shatner's Star Trek mask from a costume shop. It uh, was purchased for less than $2.00. Just right off the rack. All right. Good investment. Yeah, it, it paid off. To make the mask scary, the eye holes were widened, which is is yeah, noticeable. Yeah. And that's that's one of the parts of that mask that sticks out to me the most. It's just those big gaping eye holes, which look even better in the dark because you can't see the eye sockets underneath. <laughs> right, it just looks yeah. like you're looking into like shadowy darkness. They took off the sideburns. They took off the eyebrows. I, I think... I don't know. I, I might want. To, I, I could have seen Michael Myers with some sideburns, rocking some like Elvis. Oh yeah, late seventies sideburns, man. Yeah, I, I think there's something scary about that. <laughs> quite honestly, <laughs> the mask was spray painted a pale white color, and I, you know, as a kid when I saw this, I I didn't think William Shatner. I mean, no, it just didn't. No. It didn't dawn on me at all that that was what that was. But uh, it wasn't the only mask they considered. They, there were a couple others that they were shopping around. So before they chose the Shatner mask, the team also considered an Emmett Kelly clown mask with frizzy red hair. Emmett Kelly was uh, one of the the early actors who was like the sad clown you've probably seen like paintings yeah. of this yeah. he, he has the the frowning face just very subtle 
coloring around the lips and yep. mouth, you know, which is kind of creepy too. Right. I, I can almost see, I, I tried to imagine what that mask would look like on screen right. some of those uh, scenes where uh especially like um i think toward the end where Lori knocks michael down right after that closet scene where he's like thrashing his hand through the oh, window yeah. and she pokes him in the eye and he falls down right <laughs> right I, I imagine him whenever he raises back up and he does that iconic look back toward the camera yeah i could see him rocking like a sad right, yeah. clown that would be scary sort too. of thing yeah. that that is kind of scary this would have been a throwback to the first scene in the movie where michael as a kid kills his sister Remember, oh, he was dressed a clown. as a clown. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it could have been interesting. And and I think maybe that could have even worked, right. possibly. That would have been the only other thing. The The other thing they considered, uh, well, they had a couple other options. They thought about Mr. Spock from, from 1975. <laughs> okay. I, Leonard Nimoy. Right. I think he would have been too recognizable. William yeah. Shatner kind of has that everyman kind of face, you yeah. know, for, for that time period. Leonard Nimoy. He had more of a unique look to him. He, yep. he looked, you know, and, and I don't know if the, the ears were part of it, but come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's clearly Spock. That, that, that is Spock, sir. They also considered U.S. President Richard Nixon. I, I'm yeah, asking I've read Nixon. that, yeah. Uh, but nobody on set really thought it'd be a good idea to have the, the president as yeah. the killer. I think they were they were a little worried about just, just the political fallout and some kind of like, you know, unintended political message sure. if, if that were the case. But but yeah, but those masks were very popular at that time. They were they still yeah. are. Yeah. You, you you see those uh coming back, especially with movies like The Purge. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Where they, they wear the president masks, uh trying to think what well, you, you always see um like the the bank robbers in movies yeah. and things wearing the the president mask but nothing really compares to that white mask that emotionless mask that they eventually chose but to me jason the michael myers mask is the best halloween mask but it's not the only halloween masks uh from from the movies jason what other mask can you tell us about I can tell you about Jason Voorhees' hockey mask. And I think we're pretty much all familiar. If, if anyone who's watched any horror movies at all, at all, you ever. know, ever, yeah. you're very aware of, of Friday the 13th and, and Jason Voorhees and that hockey mask. I remember watching this when I was a kid and, and his, you know, we had the same name and that even freaked me out. And I thought for some reason, like he's going to come get me because I got I his name about somehow. That. So, so that didn't create like a, a connection of, I like this character. It created like, no, it, it created the opposite. Yeah, okay. it was. It yeah. was like for some reason he may. I mean, I was like really young, obviously, but uh, but yeah, I remember like being being very young and that kind of freaking me out. So you know, when we're talking masks about uh, masks in, in horror movies, you know, there are several, but really there are two. Yeah. I mean, like we can talk about you know five, ten, twenty, whatever, but it's it's going to come down to the Michael Myers mask, mm-hmm. which I think is probably the winner. But I think close, a very very close second is this hockey mask. This is like the number two on Family Feud. That's exactly right. right. Yeah, <laughs> name iconic horror movie mask. Right. You know, Michael like, Myers, ding ding ding. It's like ching Michael Myers fifty two, and then ching it's uh, you know Jason Voorhees hockey mask forty eight or whatever it would be. Right. Know? Yeah. So that's you know the the, the hockey mask definitely uh, definitely iconic. What's interesting uh, is that the infamous hockey mask actually never entered the Friday the 13th franchise until episode three. Mm -hmm. And 
that kind of shocks a lot of people, you know. And of course, I was aware of that because we've done some research on some some similar topics over the last couple, you know, two or three years. But yeah, that's true, you know, because in part one, obviously, uh, Jason's not the killer. It's, he, he's it's, not. Spoiler you know, alert! So spoiler alert! If, if you've not watched it since 1980, <laughs> yeah, you've uh, had 40 years. To that's get to on it. you. Yeah, but yeah, but in in part one, his his mother ends up being the killer, and then in part two, Jason is the killer, but he has this burlap sack that he has over his head, which is also in its own right, which is horrible. Cause I think the, the burlap sack, the best I can remember only has one eye hole. It does. <laughs> and so you're thinking, my God, what's under this mask, you know? <laughs> so uh, in a lot of ways, I think that's just as scary, but, but this, this iconic hockey mask actually uh, does not come into play until part three, uh, which uh, debuted in 1982. And that was the, the big 3D Friday mm-hmm. the 13th that we, we've talked about on, on a previous show. Another interesting fact about the hockey mask was that it was never actually planned. All right. So mm-hmm. they wanted Jason to have a mask. Okay. So in, in part three, he was going to have a mask, but it was not going to be a hockey mask. They really had not decided on what it was going to be. Uh, they were considering what mask to use. And just as a fill in, uh, director Steve Miner requested that the special effects uh, supervisor just find something quick, mm-hmm. just kind of lying around to put it on, you know, put it on the actor playing Jason just so they could do some some tests for the lighting of the scenes. Sure. Okay, so they had no intentions of, of whatever he picked up, that being the actual mask. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the director's like, hey, go find something quick. Well, the special effects director was a massive New Jersey Devils fan. Uh-oh. Right, hockey, and so he goes to his car. He knows he has a, oh, a he hockey has in his He car? has a hockey mask in his, tr- in his, in his trunk. Okay. He picks the hockey mask. And a body. No, no, no body, just the mask. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe a hockey puck. I don't know. Got it. But he go. He he literally runs to his car, gets in the trunk, takes the hockey mask, you know, and not knowing this is going to be this iconic thing. And then he runs it back in. He puts it on the actor playing Jason, and they were like, "My lord, that's it! Like that's 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 it!" So they had never planned originally on that being a hockey mask. That was yeah. just total. They were just totally uh, improvising that that particular scene, and really, they just wanted to put something on his face just to see uh, for for lighting purposes. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as they put it on there, they were like, "Oh, no, they that's, realized that's it." Yeah, that's exactly. So, so that's it could have been anything. Could have been anything. Yeah, yeah. They just asked him, "Find anything. Find something to put on his face." Okay. And he and and he remembered, "Hey, I have my hockey mask in the in the trunk." So the, the hockey mask was never mentioned. It was it. never mentioned, uh, and I mean, it still actually never really was. They just yeah. said find something. He runs, grabs it, brings it back, and and the the rest is history. That's awesome. What, what if it's like a Captain Crunch mask? Oh, it could have. I mean, it, it could have been anything. Chocula, yeah, like a, a Care Bears mask or something. It could have been, any, you know, and which would also be. Oh, scary. that could have been horrifying. <laughs> could you imagine that? Man, uh, but all the Friday the Thirteenth, uh, you know, even though that the mask didn't come out until Part Three. I mean, when you think Jason, uh, you you to me, you instantly think that mask. I mean, they're they're inseparable. Yeah. I mean, kind of like Michael Myers is with 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 his mask. Uh, now there's been different uh, iterations of that mask. You know, some have been like sort of like dirty looking. Some have been yeah. like really clean. Some have been chopped up. Yeah, uh, when he's he go- had next to the face uh, a few times. That's right. Yeah, uh, even the one where he goes in. I think it's Jason X where he goes in outer space. It's like this <laughs> super metallic, t- you know, kind of mask. Yeah, but it's still clearly the mask. Right? right. I mean, you, you can you can tell it's it's still the hockey mask. So. Yeah, I mean that. I had a few of these. Did you ever have? Oh, a, yeah. a Jason Voorhees yeah. mask. Yeah, I had a couple, just like the cheap ones for like four or five bucks you could buy and kind of you know just put over your face. And I remember those actually had like little pieces of styrofoam 
on the sides and on your forehead to keep oh, it that's right. probably from like just smashing your <laughs> face, like from the old Casper masks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the Friday the 13th movies and uh, particularly that mask. And there is something that's just sort of like, I, I think the Michael Myers mask is, is scarier. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I, I think that's, that's just my opinion, but there is just something like really unique and almost just like it's just out of necessity that he just mm-hmm. picks this mask up like the Myers mask although he picks it up out of a hardware store it seems planned somehow like that's just that's just who he is right the Jason mask is just literally it's just it, the first thing he could find it's just that he mm-hmm. picks it up and this is what I want to go with right yeah. and so there's there's something kind of to be said for that I think that's a little bit scary too it is uh, yeah. you, you had one of these masks last year do you remember when we did the history of Jason Voorhees you showed up at my garage door when we had the podcast out there, and I, I lifted the door and I thought it's podcast time. We're, we're going to talk about Friday the Thirteenth. So, so the garage doors just slowly. Yeah, so I see yeah. I see your boots. I see your jeans. You know, I'm expecting <laughs> to see my my good friend and podcaster Jason Creekmore. It gets about up to the neck, and then here it goes. And I don't know what I'm in for. And and there you are, man, in, in the the New Jersey Devils hockey. That's mask. right. And, um, and I also had my Friday the 13th uh, socks on that my wife had bought me. <laughs> you did. I remember that. <laughs> oh, man. Are you wearing those tonight? You should uh, be. I, I, I am not. Okay. I, yeah, I, I'm not. They're, they're in the wash. We just got no. back from the beach. and I'll forgive you. Yeah, yeah. I actually did wear them down there, I think, uh, uh, one night. It was cold. Mm-hmm. So I wore them like his pajamas going to bed. You <laughs> so, so you took a trip down to the local camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Midnight walk. Met, met a few of my friends. I just walked around going like, so Shannon, uh, you know what we really would like to have people to do for us? What's that? Wear a mask? I would like for people to wear a mask, put on their Friday the 13th socks, and maybe, just maybe, go visit our store, which is online. Hey, go check it out, folks, and we will be right back after this break. Hey, everyone. We're happy to announce that the podcast now has a merchandise store. Shannon, everyone loves hoodies and everyone loves coffee. Yeah, and you can pick up a nice slapdash hoodie or a slapdash mug and drink your next cup of joe right out of a slapdash cup. (laughs) We also have t-shirts and stickers. Yeah, we do. So come on by and log on to www.slapdashpod.com forward slash store. That's www.slapdashpod.com forward slash store. We are back, and we are discussing famous horror movie masks uh, from the from the cinemas, man, from, from Halloween, right. from Friday the 13th. And the next one up on the list is a mask that you've probably seen before at your local Dollar General store, Walmart, Kmart, everywhere in between. <laughs> uh, this is the mask of one named Ghostface from Scream. Do you, do you know the Ghostface oh, mask? I, I know Ghostface, but I, I am going to uh, admit something. Okay. Prior to Scream, and maybe the whole world's this way, I don't know, mm-hmm. but prior to Scream, I don't ever recall seeing that mask. Right. I mean, do you? I, I don't think I do. Listen, nostalgia's a weird thing. I don't know. I, I mean, I've I, got some history on it that I'm going to share. Okay, well, I wanna, I'm, I'm um, interested because I've actually thought... I don't know. I've thought about that because I, I, I remember thinking is, is the first time I've, I ever saw that is was that in scream mm-hmm. because i don't really recall ever seeing it prior to that because after scream oh they're man, everywhere get ready for it yeah they're everywhere but but you it's hard to remember whether they were out there before that yeah i guess that's what i'm saying right yeah 
I have the answer. Okay, we're going to get to that answer. So the mask itself first appeared in the original Scream movie in 1996. It's this white, elongated mask. It depicts a ghost-like face screaming in pain is how it's been described. We go with that. Right? Uh, I, I never took that from it. Did you? That it was like in pain or agony or something, if, if you think about what the mask looks like. I didn't really, no, I didn't really pick up on that. Yeah. I, I just thought he was a little. I just thought it was scary looking. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really pick up on agony. I just thought, this, this cat's getting ready to kill me. <laughs> yeah. I just thought he was kind of sad, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. He, he looks like his eyes are drooping. Uh, he, the eyes are one of the most distinctive features of oh, that yeah. mask. You know, you've got the long uh, mouth drooping, yeah. the long chin sort of pointed at the end almost. But those, those eye holes have a peanut shape. Yeah. Almost, uh, if you can remember. And it actually, the original name of the mask when it was released was called the Peanut Eyed Ghost. Huh, I so did not know that. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, was, it was a very intentional thing. It's, uh, the original mask was made of this rubber material. It's not like the plastic mask, not like the Jason Voorhees hard plastic or the Casper mask you were talking about. Um, this one's more of like that rubbery Halloween feel, yeah. like a kind of that latex type, latex stretchy type, yeah, rubbery material. Uh, but before it appeared in the screen movie, here, here's the answer to your question: the mask was originally released in novelty stores between 1991 and 1992 around Halloween. This would have been four or five years prior to the hmm. movie actually coming out. Now, I'll, I'll guess it wasn't as popular. At sure, that time, yeah. you know, it's, it, as it is now. You, you can't go into a Halloween shop nowadays without oh, no. seeing some version yeah, of Yeah, they're mask. everywhere. Half of them glow in the dark. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. just part of it now. Um, but the mask design is owned by a costume and decoration company named Fun World. Um, they, they own the original rights to it. And Wes Craven, who, who worked on the screen movie, said that the mask was found by producer Marianne Madalena when she was in a house. They were trying to they were trying to find out where they should stage the screen movie at and the producers were going into different houses and trying to find the one with the best look and aesthetic. And when she was in there, as fate would have it, it's kinda like how how you said, you know, the Jason Voorhees mask was in the trunk. In one of these houses, this producer just came across the mask and, you know, the the ghost face mask, or at that time, the, the peanut eye ghost okay. <laughs> mask. And they brought it to, to Wes Craven, and he, he loved it. So he worked up a deal with Fun World and uh, worked it out where they had the rights to the mask. Um, it took a little while to do that, though. They were actually already in principal photography. They were already filming some of the scenes for the movie before they had the rights. And you might notice in some of the opening scenes, especially the one with Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. at the very beginning, the mask is a little bit different than it ends up being in future parts of the movie. And the reason for that is because those scenes with Drew Barrymore and some of the earlier scenes after that were shot before they actually had the rights for the real mask that they wanted. Huh. I had, no, I hadn't noticed that. It's a subtle difference. It's, huh. it's not much at all. And a lot of those scenes are kind of shot you know, when with the lighting a little darker and right. things, because he's kind of creeping around the the house, you know, and trying to get at Drew Barry, Barrymore's character. But yeah, they just swap it out once they get the licensing licensing rights to that ghost face mask. They just start using it because that's that's originally what they wanted anyway. The mask itself is inspired by Edward Munch's painting "The Scream," and you know that fits yep. nicely. I can see with that. the title of the movie, right? right if yeah. you don't know that painting, it's 
go look it up. Right. <laughs> it's pretty much spot on. You'll see yeah. something familiar right there. Every um, um, art appreciation class right. <laughs> student. It's sort of art 101. It's, right? it's, it's art 101. That's right. Um, but in the initial script of the movie, the killer, who would eventually go on to be called Ghostface because of the mask, was just named Masked Killer. You know, there's no reference really in the movie to the way the mask should look or what that person actually is. He was just called a mass killer. Uh, so it was up to the producers and Wes Craven to kind of look at that and, and come up with an idea for what that was going to be. They also had to find a costume that would complement the mask. And originally they were going to go with a, a white robe. Okay. So, hmm, you know, you okay. can kind of imagine the ghost face mask. It's white with the black eye holes and uh, you know, the long, uh, it's got like black nostrils and the long black inside of the mouth. But it's it's mainly white, and I, I can sort of picture a white robed killer stalking around. Yeah, I can around. see that. Yeah. But at, uh, whenever they actually saw it in action, they realized it just wasn't as scary. Uh, I think it detracted from the mask maybe right. a little bit too. You know, where everything was white. So someone suggested they go with a black robe, and it's a good thing they did. So Ghostface was born at that right. moment. So pretty cool. I like the Ghostface mask. I expect to see it in in you know in all the stores here and all of its iterations and we'll see but jason so that is ghostface who is the last uh mask wearer so so the last discussion the last mask that we're going to talk about tonight uh is is perhaps you know one could argue that it is the most terrifying all right (laughs) It, it might not be the most recognizable right uh, but it might be the most terrifying, and that is the mask of the chainsaw-wielding Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's uh, a Leatherface. That's right. Uh, that movie came out in 1974, and uh, you know, no shocker here that that mask was made of someone else's face. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. so yeah. So uh, again, spoiler alert. Uh, you know, as he would kill people, he would literally cut their faces off. Oh man! And he would sew them onto his own face. Oh. <laughs> Okay, let that sink in just for a moment, uh, just in case that you're not familiar with the with the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. <laughs> I want to let that sink out. If I'm yeah. honest, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's something I could I mean, go on the rest of my life. I always pictured, knowing. I always picture like 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 these four guys right in a in like a room, and Michael Myers is like, I'll take the mask and put it on. He's breathing, and then Jason Voorhees is you know. <laughs> And he puts his hockey mask on and ghost faces. I, I kind of picture him giggling or something. He puts it on. And then, you know, those three turn to him and he's just like, I'll do you one better. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, check this out. And like all three of them scream and run out of the room. Oh, it's terrible. But yeah, so this particular mask uh, in the movie literally is made of like someone else, some poor soul that he killed, uh, their actual face that he, that he cut out. Uh, the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, of course, it's at the beginning of it, it says it's based on uh, true events, right? Yeah. So really, the uh, the, the main character, the, the killer Leatherface, he is actually uh, based on uh, Ed Gein, which is a, mm-hmm. a real-life real serial, real yeah. mm-hmm. serial killer. Uh, I, I want to say maybe he was like in Wisconsin, I think. I think that's right. It, it wasn't yeah. Texas. Okay. But anyhow, but the that particular character from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is really based upon uh, Ed Gein. And something I didn't know that during the the movie, and I remember one part of it, but I, I, I guess I'd, I would need to go back to watch the whole movie, is that, that really he has three different masks during the movie. 
And okay. of course, they're all just awful, right? I mean, they're they're grotesque. They're just yeah, it's I mean, the worst. It's it's like you've taken someone's face and flattened it out and sewed it, and it's they they all kind of look Ugh. similar, you know. Mm-hmm. But but he has three uh, three separate masks, and uh, the first one is called Killing Mask, the <laughs> the Killing Mask. Okay. Another one is called Old Lady Mask, <laughs> and the other one is called pretty woman mask <laughs> okay <laughs> and so these three masks come from the faces of three different people okay. and so as I was, I was doing a little bit of research depending on what mood he was in and, and who he wanted to be at that particular moment that's that's the mask that he would put on and there's a scene in the movie where they're having dinner mm-hmm. they're making this big dinner and apparently he wants to be in his mind, like he wants to be presentable and very pretty. So he puts the pretty woman mask on that has this black hair that's flowing. And it, it, oh, and gosh. It, and, but here, it's, it's this hulking man, you know, yeah. you know, and it's just so grotesque, but he clearly has this face of a woman with all this black sort of flowing hair. And, and I do remember that part. Jason, uh, I hate everything about what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just horrible. I mean, like, you know, everything else, like you can just, you know, you can, you know, you can pick them up from a hardware store, right? Not this mask, no, right? This no. is truly a homemade mask <laughs> in, in every sense of the word. One of a kind. Uh, that, it, that it's horrible. But yeah, so uh, that particular mask, again, probably not as well known as these others. Mm-hmm. But uh, my goodness, when you actually just kind of consider what the movie was obviously, I mean, you know, more than implying, basically telling you this is what he was doing with those masks. Yeah. Uh, that's just a whole other level sick. It, it's terrible. <laughs> you know? That that character, man, I, there's just something about him, the brutality of that character. And I, I think the mask, you know, gives him that persona of this is right. a guy who is just literally, you know, he, he's not going to creep around. No. He, he's not going to be the guy who's peeking out from behind the bushes you know, all of Michael Myers, he, he's not going to be stomping through the forest. This, this is a guy who just sees people and wants to wear them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to wear your face. I mean, like, you know, he sees him pull up in a van and it's not like, yeah, like he's peeking out the window. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow if I put, no, it's just I'll bust through the door. Sure. You know, you know, rush to the van, grab you by your head, pull you out and kill you instantly. He's just going to rush him, man. Yeah. Like like a stampede. That's that's after. exactly right. Uh, the, the idea for this movie, we talked about this in our top 10 most influential horror movies uh, actually came to the the writer director was it was his last name hooker or something like I th- that i think it's to- toby hooper 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 That's i it. believe yeah. yeah so hooper uh he was in uh, something like walmart or some department store on black <laughs> yeah. friday yeah. do you remember this I do. and you know how crazy black friday is people right. are rushing around they're bumping shoulders they're standing in line it's just chaos it's madness if you've ever been to a store right. on black friday and he just, you know, whatever it was about that day, he just, he wasn't having it. He, he didn't like it. He didn't like, you know, rubbing shoulders with people. He didn't get like, like getting pushed around. So his imagination started to wonder. And he thought, what would it be like if somebody just, you know, went to the hardware section, grabbed a chainsaw, and just started rushing down the aisles full, full blast. Yeah, just and thus, you know, the, the idea of Leatherface started to, to brew right. a little bit. And that's exactly who that character is. He's a chainsaw-wielding maniac. And so basically, it's crazy. that came from the mind of someone who didn't like lines. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for the most part. So uh, That's right. Uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's how it goes. So, Jason, those are the most memorable masks. Are there any we left out or anything uh, 
that you think would be a notable mention, honorable mention? Uh, I know we we looked at several lists when we were putting this together. Right. We had some that just came to mind, obviously. Right. Oh, yeah, automatically. Um, you know, they, they talked about the mask that's – it's not even really a mask, but it Jigsaw and Saw, the little dummy doll yeah. thing. Yeah, kind of with the little circles on the cheeks. Yeah, yeah kind of right. like yeah. a little clown mask. Um, there was uh, from the Strangers. Do you remember that movie, the home invasion movie? Yep. Where uh, the the psychos break into the house. That that movie's great. We need to do yeah. something with that someday. But uh, they ha- they sort of have the bag over their head. One of the, yeah. the characters does similar to the Friday the Thirteenth. So that's another one that comes to mind. But you know, a, a lot of those killers in, in some of the other movies aren't necessarily mask wearers. You know, I think about right. Pinhead. That's he, he's just dude with like, pins in his head. Yeah, I mean like uh, Freddy. Freddy you know, Kruger, I, I think yeah. that's one reason why he, why, uh, and not to kind of get too far, too far off topic, but that, I think that's one of the reasons why those movies, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later this month, but yeah. I think that's one reason why they were so popular is because that, you know, you had Michael Myers, you had Jason Voorhees, right. they both wore masks. This guy doesn't. This that's guy just what he I mean, looks like. This is what he looks like. Yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of, uh, resonated uh, something sort of new. It was something with viewers. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jason, I'm excited about this month. I'm excited about the upcoming topics, but I, I don't have anything else on mass tonight. Do you? I, I think, I think not. I think I'm good. I think I, I feel pretty good about the ones that we've uh, covered, and I hope I never encounter any of them. One hundred percent agreed. <laughs> well, thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, please continue to follow the podcast, uh, share us with a friend, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we have the handle at slapdash pod and we will catch you in the next episode happy halloween